<laughs> Welcome to episode 37 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together to do our best to um exercise the demons of our problems. Just just uh, the power of <laughs> the power of the podcast compels you. And uh, you know, we shake our problems, we throw holy water at them, we stake them, we try to just we get rid of them and we get stuff done. Uh, most recently, we've been working on a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical and we're almost done getting rid of that demon, Stephen. Like the demon is dead. We're, we like, really the, are. The work is thirty pages, done. thirty-one pages technically, because I have the final page done. So thirty-one done. Yeah, Stephen, that's yeah, amazing. Man. So, so every week we get together and we talk about, you know, like kind of what we're like, what our plan is, and then like, what got in the way. So last week, what did you plan on doing? You wanted to do two pages, I believe, right? And I got them done right here and here. They're beautiful too. And Anthony, the, the if you want to post the originals and then see what I edited, we uh, I hadn't put costumes on any of the, any of our friends because it just felt like really nostalgic and cool to draw our friends from that era. And then like I was like, oh, they probably should have costumes on. But uh, I had to add costumes on to all three of them, which was fine. I, I made I ended up making Tommy the Crow, uh, Mike a Ghostbuster, and then uh, uh, Bill the Wolfman. <laughs> So you you got your pages done. Um, I yes, got some pages done. I didn't get the rest of them done. I I finished like one and a half new pages of lettering, which like it's all good. I I set up, I set them all up in the document, which is honestly half of the work for me. So, but yeah, That's no, awesome. I've been like yeah, I've been placing all of the the text. So I did a pretty good job this week. You did a great job. I'm so far ahead in lettering that like I have to keep pushing through and not let it like make me procrastinate no so like I, I you know i got all my my stuff done or I, I got most of my stuff done at least i set everything up um but i got so much done previously that now i kind of feel that like lays where i'm like i'm fine i'll be fine i could do nothing for like a month and still be ahead of schedule everything's fine and then it's like fast forward one month and it's just anthony going why did i do this to myself i hate myself i'm the worst I'm, I'm <laughs> i could have stayed ahead <laughs> i could have stayed ahead i could have done good things um but Stephen, we've had a week. Like, uh, Stephen, I've had such a weird week and an amazing week, Stephen. Um, <laughs> just like, <sighs> okay, oh, man, a great okay. Week. I'll tell you, like, at least what I know of. I don't even really know that much of your week, but <laughs> okay, I'll tell you. The, first of all, I had like a Rob Schraub heavy week, Stephen. I like we, we have previously on the podcast talked about how much I love Rob Schraub. Um, mm -hmm. He's one of my favorite creators. Someone who's been like a huge inspiration, like. Uh, on basically everything I've made and do. And you know, just like Scud, as silly as it was, still came from, it's a comic book that he made after a very intense breakup, like a life-changing breakup that he had where he was kind of like in a dark place. And he's like, I'm gonna work through this and show that I can, you know, do this thing. And that's very much what we're doing and what I'm you know, trying really hard to do and mm -hmm. accomplish. Um, it's what I did with, you know, Bullet and the Beast, like trying to work through it. But, like Table Scraps is literally like just that, just trying to like rip, you know, like, my heart like out of the weird like acid pool of death that it was you know kicked into um so it's just like i don't know like i've always been really inspired by him because it's he he just balances that like sincere and silly so well so i'm just like i love everything he does like he just embraces the ridiculousness and the dumb like idiocy mm -hmm. of hum you know humanity and just like kind of dances through it and like asks tough questions and has fun and just silly you know the whole time so it's great and i love him um that being said, so I, I went on eBay or I was on Twitter and I saw that he had a like a whole lot. He had like 11 comics for sale 
of original Scud comics. 11. Wow. 11 separate issues, all signed by Rob Schraub. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go bid on this. Like, I I'll probably won't get it. I don't have a lot of money. I probably won't get it. So I went and I saw that it had a buy now thing. And it wasn't that much money. So I was like, oh, I have that much money right now. I don't have much more than that, but I have that amount. <laughs> but it, but I have that amount. I have, I have the that amount, amount I need to purchase my so, favorite thing. Yeah. So so I <clears throat> I did it. Oh, it came in? It came in. Awesome. So I have these beautiful 11 issues of Scud, the Disposable Assassin, all signed by Rob Schraub. And are they just random issues from the series? Or are they like the first 11 yeah. issues? Um, or It's like, it's three, four, five, six, eight. Like I'm missing a few, 10, 11, 12, uh, 14, 15, and 16. Like I'll, I'll write it all down so we know what I need because my, my objective now is to collect all of them, of course. Um, well, now, but, now I have gift ideas. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, it's how many like, issues are, how many issues was Scott? I think it was 20, 24, 24. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I think it, it went on to about like, 20 or so and then just stopped it for years and he didn't work on it for years and then he just came back and finished it with like a four issues you know series or four. cool so it was really good i had the whole i should see if i can find it like a cbr of it or something just so i yeah. can read it you always oh, rave about it so much i'm sure i'm sure i'll love it too i mean we, will, we bonded over our mutual loves yeah so yeah you will you will because like it's very much like a 90s indie awesome comic and like it has all of that soul like all that like live weird spirit that where you're like i can't believe people are allowed to do this and it's actually in a book you know like mm -hmm. that's what it feels like where it's like i'm so glad this exists because there's like no one like the big studios rarely take those kind of risks you know so like to see yeah. a book like that where it's like wow i mean kind of like what we make like everything and that's that's my favorite stuff is always the kind of like that's why we make what we make because it's like it's the kind of stuff we want to see that we rarely get to see you know um otherwise steven i also saw on twitter so i have right here right here ah! sorry doofus rick so i have right here eat it this is called <laughs> wormwood okay it's okay. um the gentleman corpse wormwood it's a great book um i actually discovered this because do you remember john doe worm chow my idea about the worms who take over the human body Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. You remember that? Okay, so I came up with this idea. I wanted to make a cartoon pilot just years and years ago about these two worms who were basically just eating a body, like eating a corpse, and one accidentally realizes, like, figures out how to move it. And it, they just, like, go on this adventure, but, like, they're in this, like, decaying corpse the whole time. So it was kind of like a dark pinky in the brain, you know, situation. Years and years ago, I wanted to make this, this like, worm cartoon about these two worms who learn how to, you know, move this corpse around. Um... And while I was kind of looking, I was like, does, does anything like this exist? Because like, it's kind of dark, but it's kind of weird. I found this book. Um, and it's it's about this like demonic worm that lives inside of a corpse. Oh, that's and, awesome. And yeah, he's a demon. And he lives inside of this corpse. And it gets like all crazy and like Lovecraftian and stuff. So anyway, um, I, I really liked it. It was It's a really interesting book. It, it's like stylistic and beautiful. Um, Steven, so I'm on Twitter, okay? And I uh -huh. see, I see of all things, Rob Schraub, Rob Schraub posts a drawing from Wormwood that he did as like a, a pinup where he was like, I did, you know, like I did this pinup for Wormwood. They're going to use it in some collection. I don't know where it ended up, but this is the original drawing um, <clears throat> and it's going on eBay. And I was like, I sure would like that. <laughs> you know, it's like a Rob Schraub kind of week. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I sure would like, like I would of like, I want that so bad. I just spent this money on this. So I don't have much more money, you know, like I didn't spend as much as I expected on the, the Scud comics. So I was like, okay, here we go. I've been saving. I don't really spend any money. Maybe I can afford this. I'm going to, I'm just going to like, I'm going to bid. It's only one drawing. I feel weird doing this. I'm just going to, I'm going to bid and see where this goes. So I start bidding. I start bidding. I'm the top bidder. Like I, I, I bid like 30 bucks. I'm the top bidder so far. And then someone comes in, they're like 40 bucks. I'm like, no, you know? So then it just, <laughs> so then, so it climbs. So it climbs. Okay. So it goes up, it goes up, it goes up to like 60 bucks. And I'm like, it's one drawing. I like, now here's the thing. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. For all I know, every, like, the, like something could hit the earth, like a tsunami. I never get to meet Rob Schraub in my life. That's not really what I think. <laughs> like, I imagine at some point in my life, I'm going to meet this man and I'm going to be like, Rob, we're like, we're, we're kind of friends now, right? Like we hang out, we watch these movies. <laughs> 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 no, but, but like, okay, no, but, but really it's, it's like, I'm just, I imagine at one point I'm going to be comfortable enough to be like, oh yeah, I can buy a drawing from Rob Schraub and it would be perfectly fine and it wouldn't hurt me. You know, that's what I imagine in the future at some point. Um, <clears throat> I'm not there yet uh financially <laughs> so, so so financially speaking where i am is i'm at a place where i can just shake my fist at ebay and go like 80 bucks is all i have ebay stop being rich and then <laughs> and then someone goes yeah well i have 85 dollars and i'm like i don't have that i don't have an extra 85 dollars for this drawing right now i want to i really want to i don't know how to get that extra five dollars someone please help me you know, um, so, so I was like in a bidding war all the way up to like 80, $85. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. It was too much. You know, time goes by. I lost. I was like, so it goes, no big deal. Like I, I lose my bidding war. Um, so I get home from work the other day and there's a package. What? There's a package in my, my house. And, well, Stephen, it is the original drawing from Rob Schraub. Wow. So, wait, what happened? Did okay. the top bidder, like, back out? So, it yeah. turns out, um, the whole time, I was in a bidding war up until that point with one of our listeners and the patrons, Paige. Oh, so who was so incredibly, incredibly kind and sweet and wanted me to have this thing that she knew I wanted. Um, so she just stole it from me and then gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... She like, is just the absolute best, man. She really uh, she's is. She's incredibly sweet. But but imagine like Robin Hood going up to some poor people and like going like, give me all your money or I'll arrow you in the face. <laughs> and I'm being like, yo, yes, sir. Here is my 85. And then him being like, but, 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 but. Here's some money for you. And he gives them all of the money back. And they're like, well, I mean, okay, but now I feel like hurt. Like you hurt me in this process. Because <laughs> like the whole time I was like, I'm going to win this. And it means a lot to me. And then I lost it. And it was her fault. And I blame her. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it was amazing. And no, it was just the greatest gift ever. It was, it, was such a, it was such a good gift. Um, some other gifts that you might want to buy me that I can't afford to buy myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna start. He's just putting this. it out there, folks. 
just putting it out there for those of you who may have an extra five dollars um the things i've always wanted in my life simpsons original animation cells <laughs> that's uh <laughs> i'm not really gonna list things that is like one of the top things that i want in my life though but you know what's on etsy that was pretty cool that i saw what they have the they have like a replica of the laddie uh milk carton from the lost oh, boys oh my gosh dude that's so cool i like yep that. i love and the, i love those kind of replicas like i still have to hang up my um vampires everywhere comics i want to yeah i got mine up and then they also had the they had the oh, missing the missing people's poster too of, of uh david and marco oh, and all that all four that's awesome yeah. um yeah it was pretty sweet and speaking of lost boys steven some other oh, interesting information that, that that people might be interested in hearing this week that happened to us well i had like a i had a whole bot chat that we're not going to share yet we'll share it later on in episode 50 because it's like vampire related and i want episode 50 to be special and like you know lost boys heavy um but i shared it and like i, I well i shared uh some of it on twitter and you can see some of it on twitter um and when i did it i tagged uh jameson newlander the uh frog alan frog the man the actor the writer the person who played alan, alan frog i tagged him on twitter just just to say oh because i used his picture in the conversation i was like hey man sorry i used your picture i think it's funny like yeah i thought it was it went to good use like don't hate me please don't hate me i love you <laughs> um not only did he like the the thing that i shared but like he retweeted it and like quote tweeted so it and said how funny it was and stuff um and it was just like that was enough to make my week like i already have had a great week with the Rob Schraub stuff. My, my week was already made. Like I have already accomplished, like I, I, I met my goal well enough to feel su like successful. Like I feel like, I feel like I've done good work. I, and then on top of that, I was like, I got the Rob Schraub comics. I got the Rob Schraub, I got the, like the, the what, a, what a fantastic week. I got the original drawing. And then on top of this, like just like the, the best, most like incredible cherry on top was like Alan Frog, quote tweets my 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 tweet and like says good things about me and says that like it was funny and i was just like that's so validating and just amazing i that's one of the most beautiful things about twitter is just like those interactions with people whom you you never imagine having any sort of you know conversation Every, yeah and steven it like that would have been enough but then i don't know why like i just like just just because i was like you know what I, I i just i need to just just do things from now on and just stop being a, like I, I have to stop being a coward and just try to try to try to ask for things you know and try to like take steps toward things um and we've been doing it with this comic you know we've been trying for to, sure you know we're we're, we're we're you know we're not asking for permission we're just kind of like kicking down the door and doing our best to get this stuff done there are some things that we need to ask for permission for such as <laughs> an interview with alan frog so i thought it would be really interesting steven if i just tweeted and i was like hey man uh you know i have a podcast it would be really great if you'd be on it you know i'd appreciate you know like we'd really appreciate it we love you um and he added me as a friend on twitter and agreed to be on the podcast so oh, so freaking insane so dude when you sent that to me i literally told tina i'm like we've made it like, this, is, <laughs> this is like like one of my favorite movies of all time. So good, Steven. It's so good, dude. Okay. Like, so, so yeah. So, so here's the thing. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still hoping because, like, uh, yes, he said it. It doesn't mean that it's absolutely going to happen yet. We still have to like plan it and everything. So it's still tentative. Um, that being said, so we're going to hopefully interview Jameson Newlander, Alan Frog from Lost Boys, um, and when we do, it'll be a special part of episode fifty. That's so, so exciting. 
so just stay tuned obviously we're on episode 37 we have a little bit of ways to go <laughs> but we're trying to plan ahead you know until you know so we episode have... 50 is like the things that we kind of have in motion right now are going pretty smooth yeah it's it, gonna, it, i think it's gonna be a pretty i think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a bonanza. I think it's gonna be a it's, a, it's gonna be a sweet episode. Oh I'm yeah, excited. I can't wait. It's gonna. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to do a cover of Cry Little Sister, though, Stephen. We have to work. I've been on working that. on Cambria. I'm like, have you for the chorus? Like, Whoa, I've been like, see the be... we, so we can get the kids to sing the chorus. I think that so would be good. great, wouldn't it? Oh, that'll be so good. Yeah, I've been teaching her. It's fall, fear. Right. No, it's fall, die, fear, kill. And I've been teaching her that those are the four different oh. things she has to say, and she's been she's been doing pretty good. Chase has been kind of humming it too. So I think even Chase will probably have it down. Dude. So yeah, I, I just randomly practiced it with her like, every, like a few times a day. Oh it's man. Pretty but, cute. but yeah, dude. So that's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Like I, this episode 50 is going to be so much fun, but that's just the news. Just like, you like shook me up like in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. So we have a, we recently started a Patreon account. So far it's going really well, Steven. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm surprised. Awesome. You know, we, we have uh, three people who have subscribed to the highest tier in our Patreon, um, which means they're going to be getting a bunch of bonus content. They're going to get unedited uh, conversations between us. Um, of course, when I say unedited, I mean like, we'll probably cut out a couple of personal things just for like privacy issues, you know, but, but aside from that, it's going to be widely unedited, you know, like it's, so it'll be fun. I think, I think people are going to, going to like that. Um, they're going to get that. They're going to get like Q and A's with every episode if they're interested. So like anytime one of the patron, one of those patrons wants to ask a question, we'll put it at the end of the live, you know, like the unedited version. We'll just do a quick Q and A every week. So, you know, just, we can also, uh, we're, we're going to be thanking people and doing like special songs and special drawings and like all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, I could probably start recording some of my drawings too and stuff if you want me to do oh, that. Oh yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm sure people would love that. Um, so if, if you are interested in becoming a supporter or, you know, a patron or as we're calling it, uh, an ostrich colonist, you know, or a true colonist <laughs> for the $20. <laughs> no, but like, it, but there are different tiers. You can, you know, and you get different things. We're trying, I'm. I mean, honestly, if you contact us and just tell us what you're interested in receiving for the money, we're 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 just trying to be um, as generous as possible and just yeah, we don't people are, <laughs> we just hope that people are here to support us the way we want to support other people. So um, but yeah, so go ahead and I'll put all the links below for our Patreon. I'll also put it on the screen so you can see it if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, otherwise, Stephen, how's your week? Have you been up to anything else? No, I think that was about it this week. That's it, Stephen. You want to know what I did today? What did you do today? Steven? <laughs> I was playing Roblox, Steven. Roblox? Okay, I play Roblox with Atlas. Like, my son is six years old, and he loves Roblox. Like, he loves he loves video games in general. We both do. I mean, you know, it's, like, it's, it's, it's so much fun. Who doesn't love video games? Um, He loves Roblox, and I love playing it with him. Like, I just, I, it, like, I, I was a little, I was a little hesitant at first to, to, like, sit down and get into it, because there are other children involved. It's like, you know when you play at the park, like, you go to a park with your kids, and, like, if there are other kids around, you hope all the kids play, and you don't have yeah. to be involved. Because it's like, listen, I'm faster and bigger than you. I could accidentally hurt you. I don't want any of this. You yeah, know? no. It's... I also can say things that you can't say and things I shouldn't be saying to you. So I don't <laughs> I'm going to say them. No. I'm going to say them. I'm not going to bite these lips. Like, like just, nope. I'm not going to hold my tongue even for a second. I'm just going to say these things and your parents are going to be like, <gasps> gasp. Um, no, but, but anyway, so similarly on Roblox, it's a bunch of children just running around their ball pit, throwing, you know, stuff at one another, doing all the various games, whatever they may be. <sighs> well, Steven, one of these games 
was a that I I was playing like for, for the most most for the most part today we played a zombie game um, where you build your own house and the zombies try to attack but you have to build a house to survive and then as you like collect things your house gets nicer and the zombies can't get in so we're playing the zombie game okay and the whole point is you build your house up so the zombies can't get in. Um, and once your house is built up, you just go out and you basically like get weapons and you just try to like take out the zombies, right? Uh-huh. It's also a game in which there's friendly fire. So if you shoot someone else, like another player, they can they can get killed. They can get defeated. They just like fall apart in these little Lego E pieces that just like like you know decimated. Um, so I was playing with Atlas and we built our we were building our houses. We're like playing pretend while we're doing it and having fun. And this this kid. Just, just hit him with a truck, and Atlas, Atlas got Atlas like just fell apart, and he's like, "Oh man, well, he got me," you know. And I was like, "Oh well," so, so I was like, "That sometimes it happens. Sometimes, like it's fine. Like it was probably an accident. He's trying to get, you know, not an accident, Stephen." Oh, oh this is no. a Benedict Arnold, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, he was definitely a Benedict. Um, this little, <laughs> this little kid. <laughs> this little kid i'm assuming it's a little kid little kid's gonna learn today is what this oh, little kid's and it's, okay so here's the thing so so this little kid like he had been clearly been playing this game for a while because what happens is as you play they reward you like the more you play a game the, the better your weapons are the better your armor is the better all your right. stuff is so you're stronger and less likely to be killed by friendly fire or by so you know how do you I mean? kill that which has no life <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's exactly what i'm imagining that? yeah how do you kill that which has no life well, Stephen, the answer is you pay money and you buy. <laughs> so, so, so in these games, they offer you, so you can, you can play and slowly earn the better and better weapons and slowly earn the better, the better armor, or you can be a grown ass adult. I, <laughs> buy the god tier mode like i bought the god mode armor the best weapons in the game i, <laughs> I was you laid the stake down on this child oh, oh i rained it down on this kid i was like did you just kill my son and now you're hurting him again hang on i'll be right back i already know my credit card numbers i don't even need them it's through paypal and then i just <laughs> like everything's already in there google has my back and then i bought the best things i could possibly buy and just embarrassed this child <laughs> <laughs> gathered all the other robloxians to, to the town square watch watch as i watch as i shame this child on the internet i mean yeah i mean, the only thing that would have been worse is if like i literally put my name like peed my name across this house like it was it was bad like, i was just like like this is mine now and he left the game um and he steven, never came back steven i feel no remorse because he like okay like i said he he hit atlas on i I assumed it was on accident but then he just came after him and like just attacked atlas did nothing this kid just attacked so i was like all right well i know i mean you no come on i didn't go use my paypal account to get gobbo and i was like a little bit more sense than that yeah i remember my paypal account to buy gobbo items Yeah, like, dude, oh so, man, I would 100% I not I even just, hesitate. Yeah, no. Yeah, dude, I'd put him down. Yeah, that's I mean. Oh man. It's, I, like he was going to learn. Now he learned. I what I'm hoping is that he's off in a corner somewhere just like I'm the best. 
around and he's just like doing his best like he's on a different server just he's like, gonna find you his character he's gonna find me one day i'm just gonna be like playing with atlas playing pretend all innocent again he's just gonna show up like somehow all you know just hackers he's gonna have like the anime like wind effect yeah. he's gonna stay with cub <laughs> gonna run by me and i'm gonna be like what was that and then my body will just slide in half and i'll fall <laughs> just, you mess with but... the wrong child <laughs> Speaking of Benedict Arnold's, though, mm-hmm. was it you that was playing with us? Do you remember that game of Halo? Halo Reach, I believe it was. Uh-huh. We, we were playing, I think I think it was you. You might oh, not have yes, been. I, might have been. I know what you're You do remember, right? Are you, wait, yeah, wait, we, wait. we were playing. With the Teachinator and the. Like... Oh, the Teachinator one's good too. Hold on. The go ahead, go one's good I too. remember the Benedict Arnold one too. Go ahead. Dude, yeah. Dude, we queued into a Team Slayer and it was us three and then one other guy versus another four people. If you've ever played Halo, you know Team Slayer Team uh, Squad is like that. His name was Benedict Arnold. And I remember we were all like, huh, I wonder if he's going to betray us. And as <laughs> soon as the match starts, this dude starts shooting us and hitting us. And like, we couldn't even be mad because he was just, it yeah. was just a, a big troll joke that he was doing. And it was great. It was just it was a great. fantastic was- thing. That's so funny. I mean, like, oh, it was that, such a good joke. Of, that kind of consistency is so funny. And like, I appreciate that level of like that kind of trolling is perfect. Like, that's hilarious. oh, it's beautiful. You can't beat that. I, I, I guess that's something I do kind of miss. Like, you still play WoW though, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like, honestly, dude, I want to share something, and maybe this sound this is gonna sound like boomer of me. I guess the kids would say, <laughs> but I really don't like the next generation of gamers, man. They're so competitive, and like. Uh, fun is just completely sucked out of the games they make min max they like do research and watch videos online and like they're like really good at everything and it's like it's like long gone are the days of like nintendo power and like you know figuring stuff out and playing the game and not knowing all the nooks and crannies without you know investigating yourself no i i i I totally agree well i think like especially games like wow or like rpgs or anything like that where it's like you get in like the D and D of it all, where it's like we are going after this thing, like we have this mission and we're trying our best, and like you, you go. But if it's all very like, um, I, I don't know, if if it's all too planned and like meticulously planned, it feels like okay, you go over here. This is your job. This is specifically your job, and it's just you feel like a cog rather than a part of a yep, team. That's a you know, and like WoW's even worse than that. Right now, WoW is at the point now where it's an RPG where you have all these choices, like you can choose a covenant to enhance your abilities, all these different things. But now the the game is so elitist that like, if you aren't, okay, if you're a paladin and you aren't this covenant, then you're not invited to groups because you need to be the best because otherwise you're just wasting other people's time. It's like, it's not like a fun game to people. Like, and that's how most, and that's how like, that's how like team games are now too. Like, if I mean like the, the, um, the energy, it's like, go kill yourself energy you know like where people are just not in the mood to have fun anymore it's crazy like halo man we would just sit there for hours just to play you know i think one of the best competitive games that you and i played was guitar hero because it like literally just made us better like we would just i would get like a a better percentage on shadows fall and then you would come back and you would get like one percent more two percent more and then it was just fun to have to like the other one's high score that was was just so much fun really cool like i never felt like that was one of those games where like you get frustrated with yourself a little, but you were never like never the other person though. Like never, yeah. you know. So never, yeah. So I, I don't know. I like I love those games. I play a lot of games with Atlas, but like I don't play a lot of games just for me. Uh huh. So I've been th- like, okay, like I, I know Atlas watches a lot of uh, videos of people playing games with like commentary, where like there's not they're not interacting with people live. They're just playing the game and talking, right? Um, mm-hmm. or playing the game, talking about the game, or talking about other stuff. And like I've been thinking about, do you know the game uh, Ghosts and Goblins? Oh yeah, dude. 
You know, I, I love think- that series. I have super, I have super, super goals and ghosts. One of my favorite games super of all, all time. Well, the new one has it says goblins. I mean, like I know it was super. Goals it's ghosts and goblins. Ghosts, ghosts and goblins, goblins is the reshuff. Yes. They, they, okay. re- they did like a remake. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's on the so Switch, that, right? Yes, for the Switch, because yeah. yes, because we love yeah. ghosts and goblins was also the original. So the oh, NES I'm... version was ghosts. Oh, cool. and, yeah. Okay. It was ghosts and goblins, and then there was there was the one with the there's like that little demon that kind of looks like Brooklyn from yes. uh, Gargoyles. It does. He has his own. Yeah. He he has his own game too. Yes. And then does forget his name. He has a name though. But he's cool. Oh, I but yeah, no, I love that series, dude. I love how like unforgiving that game is. It like, is. It's it so is. Okay. brutal. It is. So I was thinking, I'm thinking about making because I got like the Elgato thing, like the capture card and stuff. Um, so I can capture from the Switch now. And I'm thinking oh, about that's awesome. I'm thinking about making just like a series of videos in my free time because like I want an excuse to play games, but I also don't have it in me to not make something. With yeah, it. you might as well, right? I, right. So I figured since I have the, if you even want to do it together sometime too, man, if you want to come over, we'll play like, oh, a game together and like that would be amazing. Yeah, we'll just ungrums it basically. Yeah, yes. <laughs> just... no, that would be amazing because like part of like because part of what I wanted to do was like just do like funny commentary while I'm playing it because that game is insanely hard. Um, and I like I wanted to. I haven't seen this yet, but I was thinking about doing that game in character like making up a character for arthur like for the character you know and just being like like giving him a background yeah and just like well and like the whole yeah giving him a background and like a story and as he goes like just commenting on like killing all the zombies and stuff and like what he's doing and how bad it sucks and like whoa what happened oh that must have been an interesting dream every time i die you know yeah so like you know so or you know so anyway i so i've been thinking about doing that and i i don't know if there's an audience for that kind of thing and i'm trying to just like I, I, I think it's a good idea. I think it's like, I think it could be funny. Oh, dude, you and I could be so funny with that too. I, it's a fun game though. No, it's such a fun the game. Boss, the bosses are really cool. Like stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, there's, it's a cool game. Yeah, I, like I'm glad they remastered it or kind of like reimagined it. You know? Yeah. Dude, otherwise, so I got a Ouija board. I was reading some of your tweets. Steven, I got a Ouija board this week. The reason I bought a Ouija board was because I was just, okay, so I listened to this podcast um, called the a Spooky Podcast. Um, I'll put the link to the episode that I, I listened to below that inspired, you know, my Ouija board fascination. So I listened to this podcast and it's all about like, it, it, you know, they tell spooky stories in every episode. Um, and it's just like real stories, you know, like, you know, like anecdotal things that people have said throughout, you know, just usually based around something supernatural, you know, something scary. Um, in this case, it was Ouija boards. So it was people telling stories. And I'm just like, I have as a, like my whole life, I've never believed in the Ouija board. Like, I've never been a person who's been, like, scared of the Ouija board. I've never been, I don't know. I've Like, I always looked at the Ouija board. When I was a kid, my only real experience with the Ouija board was, I, you know, my friends had one, so I would, so, you know, like, and we tried, we put our fingers on it, and, like, nothing would happen, or you could obviously tell someone was pushing it. So, like, sometimes I would just push it, and sometimes I assumed they would push it. And, you know, it was just, like, you know, people, just, you know, the pressure, you know, just being silly kids and messing with your friends and stuff. Um... But I never looked at it and was like, ghosts, like never, like it just never, it never scared me at all. Um, But what I learned recently is that a huge number of people truly have faith in in Ouija boards and like are really scared Mm. of them. And I didn't know that was a thing at all. My mom has a pretty crazy story. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, she did not, she would stay far away from that type of stuff. You know, we we come the religious household. We came in from, from, but like, so my sisters, when they were like 13, 14. 
Yeah. They had a Ouija board and mm. they were, cause I mean, like, my sisters, they, they went through their, like, you know, their little phase, their little yeah. gothic phase. And they, and they had the, they had a Ouija board they would do with their friends and stuff and they would hide it in the China hutch in right. their dining room. And my mom had this vivid nightmare where she was being strangled. So she like went to this dining room and found like, like strangled by like dark energy. And like, uh-huh. she actually like, like went to this china hutch in the dream and saw like a pit of darkness in it so when she uh-huh. went woke up the next morning she went to the china hutch and found the ouija board supposedly oh wow like she had like a vivid nightmare yeah supposedly mm. i mean that's what she says yeah she that's what she says like a liar yeah um <laughs> <laughs> she also had a weird dream about my dad but it's yeah. not about feed either but you, 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 you <laughs> stay on topic for ouija board but like yeah dude, I, I believe her too because she's i mean she's not she had a bs her but like yeah she had like a pretty vivid dream about like a darkness coming out of that area of the house that's interesting. and then God, yeah man. and then she went there and it was there yeah that's yeah. Not, that's so funny i i, I mean i feel <laughs> i feel like i feel like rachel told and then your yeah. mom didn't want rachel to get in trouble and like didn't so want anyone so i mean that honestly that's pretty on brand with my mom because she would defend all of her children yeah. if they're not, I, she I would never like throw anyone it's on brand for rachel to like want to get sarah in trouble or maybe even like little brandon and or even little that's brandon true. maybe yeah and then like 10 year old brandon might have saw them doing it for the purposes of this podcast um, of the spooky spooky for the, for the <laughs> debbie i and like i i love debbie i would never just assume she's lying like you know, whatever she you know either she's trying to protect one of her that, kids and being a good mom that's a pretty good point and that's something that that's on brand for her for sure so yeah so she either would, she's trying to protect someone she's being a really good mom or she just she this happened like it doesn't you know it doesn't even necessarily mean anything it's just like a weird weird thing that happened um so but but you know i i bought a ouija board um i said it's like I made a made a stupid video where I was filming it and I was like, "So do you work?" And I like made the thing move without touching it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, "I'll put that up." I think I still All have right. it on my phone, um, so I'll put that up here so people can see it. But like, are you real? But well, listen, thing- if if Milton Bradley makes oh it, gosh. it probably right. doesn't summon spirits. Okay, okay. So so okay. So the thing that drives me crazy, it, like one of the many things that drive me crazy about it, is like. It has the the name of the guy who who like made the Ouija board and his patent number and everything all over the board. Like it's very cheesy. It's a piece like cheap piece of plastic now, dude. It's just the worst, right? Like it's just sad. Um, you know what though, Stephen? The thing that never the thing that never occurred to me. There are two things, two things that about the Ouija board in general that never occurred to me that I've never heard anyone really talk about. Okay. Because what do you think about like okay what what do you think would be the best proof that a Ouija board works? It would have to obviously be like a question that you're asking that only you would know the answer to or something right to where if someone can't right nudge it right so we have to right yeah so it's like that um that exactly so it's it's okay so the first thing would be um communicating okay I don't it's okay it's all crazy because what happens to me in in, in my brain when people start bringing stuff up is it's like okay. So if it's a, if it's a random spirit or like a random entity or whatever it may be, um, why does it know anything about me? Like you know, I mean, like there are seven billion people in the yeah, world. What's, what what is it about the spirit realm where you suddenly just become all knowing? Yes. You know? Okay, so you suddenly become all knowing. You suddenly know how what what language I speak and how to write in that language. And regardless of the you know, so like there's so many very 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 simple tests you can do. First of all, you can, it's a children's game. It says like six to eight and, or, you know, eight and up or whatever. Give it to two children, have them, you know, two children who like don't know, you know, English, and then ask them questions in English and see if they spell it. 
Like that's like the very simple, right? Like not, it's not so hard. People are like, anyway, there, but there's so many things you can do. The other thing is I'm always like obvious. It says one of the main rules that people always say is never play alone. Now, now why? Okay. Like, because what? then the lies would be seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the the reason they say don't play alone is because you you legitimately can't play alone because the only reason it moves is because your counterweight, you know, like your weight against someone else, you're you're subtly pushing it against one another and you're following each other, you know, without intending to, you know. So if you let, it's just like hypnosis or anything else where like you're letting yourself play along with these like subtle suggestions as you're going and since it's not 100% on you like like the locus of control isn't like within your consciousness you're not intending to move it and you have the you have the ability to kind of be like oh are you moving it i'm not moving it there myself i'm just kind of being um you know like stationary Guided, as, yeah. as, like i as yeah. much as i can i'm trying to be like you know um anyway so you push it against each other and it moves around and you let yourself like you know take the weight or give weight or whatever um, but if there's only one of you, you just sit there, <laughs> you know, you just sit, like, that's all that's going to happen. You sit there, you might just get bored and move forward. Um, so, so they say, don't play by yourself. Um, but Steven, okay. So a couple things, a couple things that, that like do that, like that occurred to me that I, that do make it a little creepier, right. To me. Um, first of all, I always thought like, well, why can't we, if the, if there's a ghost, right? If there's a spirit, if there's something, first of all, why does it need this stupid little board to communicate? Like, <laughs> like, 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 we have all of, like, you can literally use anything to communicate, you know? Like, we have technology in our fingertips. Like, like, are you telling me that you can't make a Facebook post? Like, come on, like, like, there are just, come on. So, but, Steven, what, what I always wonder is like, okay, why doesn't it just move the little cursor by itself? Like, like you throw it in the floor and be like, spell out some stuff, you know? Like, please. Mm-hmm. But, but the reason it doesn't do it, Stephen, is because you're literally getting possessed in order for them to use your hands to spell stuff. So that's like, what's happening, right? So like, yeah. So like, it, it, because that's that's never been a thing that people have said to me. It's always just been like, oh, it's moving on its own. But really, if you consider what's happening, something has to get inside of you to use your body to move the object the object is just there it doesn't matter if it's a cheap piece of plastic or a coin or a glass you are being puppeteered by something so technically you could just put your finger out like this and if it's yeah. if it's real the thing will just move your finger you know yeah because it, why does it need this special piece of plastic to do so yeah so or i you could grab a you could grab a pencil and put your hand on a notebook and say exactly. the same thing exactly it's right this out yeah. allowing it in allowing it out allowing something to write for you and just write through you it's just this is the agatha this is magnus that's <laughs> held a reference for the children out there so but dude so okay so there's that the other thing that occurred to me that i've literally never in my whole life heard anyone say is steven Okay, the way the Ouija board works is you just kind of generally, like, generally say, "Is anyone here? Is it a spirit?" I like. Hopefully, I talk to someone. Stephen, what if you take the Ouija board and you spell out your grandparents' name, and you're calling them? What if it works like a phone? What if? Like, boop, 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 boop. like yeah, a, like, like a roll. 
Yeah. What if it's like a Rolodex where you're like, I literally want to talk to like <laughs> this if, person. I, if I put my fingers on it and I write Elvis, like, am I more likely to talk to Elvis? Because like otherwise it's just like I mean, I'm hoping I think I don't think Elvis lived in this house in Florida. I don't think I don't <laughs> hey, think Elvis, we got a guy down in Florida wants to talk to you. I don't know why it's a old I don't even know what accent that was. <laughs> I, don't know. I think you nailed it, though. Whatever it was, Stephen. Whatever was region good. I was going for, I, I got but, it, but I don't know what region it was. But, dude, so I don't know. So I've, I've been thinking about that, and I was like, I really like the idea of someone who's, like, skeptical, like me, who, like, comes upon the like the, the idea of, or, like, the realization of, like, what if I just write my grandpa's name, you know? And then it just starts working. You know, like what if then something starts talking to him and it seems like it's a real, like it's really his grandpa, you know? And he's like, oh my gosh, this is how it works. This is how it works. But really what it was, was just like something is manipulating him as he's like getting more and more fascinated with this thing, you know? So then it's just mm-hmm. like over time, he becomes kind of obsessed with it or, you know, the person becomes obsessed with it. And then as it's happening he realizes he's having less control over his body because it starts with your hands and then it moves up your arms you know and then eventually the thing takes over your body um steven you ever noticed that like there aren't just a bunch of people from the 20s walking around like i'm a demon haha i got this body from <laughs> hell like i am so excited to have this body like you ever, you ever notice i mean maybe though just maybe Oh, there's a whole generation of demons. <laughs> I'm not saying it's impossible. Like, I'm just like, it's funny because what if that's the case? <laughs> like, what if, <laughs> what if, because like, dude, there was a Norman Rockwell painting of people playing Ouija. Like, that's how like everyone was playing Ouija board in the 20s and 30s. And so like, like it, like it was a whole spiritual phenomenon where it was a fun parlor game and people were doing it just to spook each other out on dates and stuff. What if all of our grandparents were possessed <laughs> and we didn't know it, Stephen? With 1920 spirits. Yeah. What if, I mean, yeah, it could have been. I mean, it, it explains so much aggression that ha- that's happened in so many generations. Just, World War II came out of the Ouija generation. That's what it was. <laughs> look, look, I'm not saying that the Ouija board is the devil, but I'm saying that the Ouija board brings the devil and you did this to us, grandma and grandpa. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> No, I think I don't know. I just I, I think it's so funny, and like I I'm really amazed that so many people are that scared of it. I did like I don't know. I think it's I think it's fun. And it's interesting. The fact that it says Milton Bradley or you know Hasbro, <laughs> whatever Hasbro, whoever makes Hasbro, it, I'm yeah. not sure who makes it. Somebody has to make it. <clears throat> and it's 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 all very silly, and it's the fact I don't know. It just it has silly rules. It it says the the weirdest thing about it that I didn't know that I've never heard anyone talk about was that it says like ask the mysterious oracle questions like that's what it says on the box and in the instructions it's like you're talking to the mysterious oracle it's a specific thing that knows to answer these questions um because then what happens is like it gets co-opted like all these people are like you know demons and blah, blah, blah. what a crappy afterlife job can you what a crappy afterlife it, job it can't though be the worst afterlife job i'm sure there are worse can't be the worst i like i like I'm, I'm sure there are beautiful ones like there's someone who creates your dreams Someone who creates your nightmares. There's someone who makes the sunset. Someone who makes all the stars stay in where they're supposed to be. And there's someone who answers what <laughs> what grandma's favorite color was. There's someone. Oh, man. There's, yeah. So 
I mean, could you I'm imagine not... like the Oracle, like the Oracle works Monday through Friday and on the weekends, like the Oracle hosts a podcast, just trying to make a comic book <laughs> happen in the other world. Dude, <laughs> I want to make like, it, it would be a, it would be a fun comic book. Just like, because like, I mean, every job in the afterlife is interesting, you know, like uh, mm. we both have come up with ideas about like death, you know, like, uh, like mm. just someone has to be death. Someone has to usher people into their various afterlives, you know, like it's, I don't know, but like the fact that there's someone or a group of someone's who has to be like in an office answering these questions and like moving around these boards. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I always love it. I always really love, like anytime I watch any kind of scary movie with ghosts, I, I can't help but imagine like what the ghost actually looks like in the room doing the thing, right? Like, like so mm. if a car moves, right? Like you have to imagine there's a ghost in the room going, <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> like like the ghost isn't just like sitting like in a dark place doing this the ghost is like touching stuff and like moving like i feel like just two gold two cold just droplets on my forehead it's just like a ghost just like... <laughs> <laughs> the coldest balls <laughs> they call me jeffrey cold balls <laughs> and that's just what i do with my afterlife i was a great halo player when i was alive and i <laughs> This is how I finished my enemies. <laughs> Man, that would be funny. Like, just like, like perspective of like what ghosts are actually doing in the room. Yes. Like with objects are flying around. Dude. So like, I thought it would be really cool to have a show or like make a, make a show where it's like, it's about people who live in a haunted place where we're trying to like, like or like a ghost hunters like what if we made like a ghost hunters type show or like ghost adventures where it's like some dudes like going in a house like oh i can feel the spirits here but the ghosts are also in the show but they just look like normal people like there's nothing ghostly about them they just walk in and like they don't look a ghost at all but the people can like the viewers can see them know that they're ghosts but the guys can't see them do you even like an office-esque like like interview situation too you know who i'm imagining would be a really good ghost of that is that energy vampire from uh Colin, oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, oh dude, I could just see him. He's also in the office, I think. Wasn't he uh, one yeah. of the warehouse guys? Yeah, yeah, he was. Oh man, Nate. he was Nate. Yeah, Nate, the warehouse guy. He's so. But good. yeah, dude. Oh dude, he's so oh, funny. I actually, be... just oh, no, dude. that would be great, dude. That would be great. Like that'd be a pretty funny show. We should, we should film a skit or two. That's what I'm saying. We could easily film skits of that. I think, like, I think the Patreon is going to help with stuff like that because I think people would enjoy that stuff and i do think mm. it, it would probably help our channel a little bit because like our it's, it's so hard to get it's hard to get a podcast to grow on youtube you know i think we were onto something like an idea when it comes to cutting to a commercial i think we should like have like little yeah. little joke things like for sure next time, so uh, you know, like, and do like a ghost hunt, like, a, like a ghost hunters yeah. advert you know what i'm saying like that'd be oh, funny. Yeah. dude that'd be so Those good are good ideas so let's get i'm gonna uh, we yeah. go, over, go ahead no, I was gonna say well, we have to come. We'll come up with like a name for it, and then we'll just come up with a bunch of like funny random scenes, and then we'll just film random yeah. scenes from it, and not worry about you know. Oh, dude, I've been watching this guy uh, Joel Haffer on YouTube, and he, like he makes all these videos where it's it's almost always just him. Like he has other vid- people in the videos sometimes too, but a lot of the time it's just him with like different hats with like a different camera angle, and he's just like you know. So he's like making uh-huh. a show or a whole movie or whatever, but it's just him. And it was like, we can do that. We can play a different character and like put mustaches on or glasses or whatever and just like be the ghosts and the guys if we have to. Like it doesn't matter, uh-huh. you know? For sure. But um, I think that would be cool. So I think we should like, oh, yeah. like think about that stuff. Like just kind of write stuff down as we go and then eventually film it for fun, you know? 
So yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cause we, we've talked about doing a prestige worldwide where a multimedia, you know, it would be so cool. I think, I mean, it's coming together. It's You know, we're going to have a, a frog brother on our podcast. That's thing. So, so cool, man. Kind of a big I'm deal. So we can ask him because I know he's made short films and stuff. He's obviously been in some really big movies. So, you know, like, yeah. it'd be really cool to talk to him. Yeah. So, okay, Steven. So what are you going to do this week? I'm going to go for my usual two pages and have them edited and stuff for you. So that way awesome we can get this issue done we can start working on the music dude yes and this week is the week that atlas goes with his mom so you know i'm literally just gonna do all of the work i also have one of those days off when he's gonna be with his mom which is when i got the 22 oh that's awesome done yeah so i'm going to literally let her i'm gonna finish the uh finish the narration through all the pages and i'm gonna get as much dialogue as i could possibly get done because like i'm like i'm just like on those days it's so easy for me to just be like on fire for this stuff because i love i love seeing the pages come together i love reading it i like sending stuff to you and being like what do you think you know and it's like yeah it's it, it's exciting dude i can't like like that like it's because it's we're so close we're so close then honestly there are so many black and white books out there we can literally letter it and throw it to the world if we want it we're gonna color it because it'll look beautiful and the magic will be fantastic but it just yes. feel like we basically have a finished book like once it's, it's done, the most pages I've ever, it's the most pages I've ever done on a single book, which is yeah. cool. I think, I think absentees is only 24. I'm on page 31. So yeah, dude, like this is the biggest project amazing. we've done. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. We're going to do it. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. My um, iPad should be in soon too. I think yes. the iPads are shipping now. I, I, I've been checking my Best Buy I'm, since I ordered it from Best Buy. I'm nervous that I'm not going to be, you know, first batch that gets, but I ordered it like beginning of May. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, well, exciting. oh, dude, I can't wait. It's gonna be like it's gonna be a game changer for sure. Like it's oh like, yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Um, so thank you all for listening. If you're only listening on one of the various podcasting apps, we do have a YouTube uh, channel at YouTube.com/slash We Have Issues Podcast. You can see the videos and the updated pictures and everything every week. We also just made a Patreon. So thank you so much for our three brand new patrons um, who are all the true colonists here and we we appreciate all of you if you have any questions <laughs> anything you'll see that at the end you know um you get the unreleased or the uncut ep episode so at the end we'll put all of your uh, q a stuff so thank you all so much for being a part of that and just watching this if you're just watching this at all thank you we love you um please subscribe if you haven't already we really could use it it's it's really hard to build this thing so please share we appreciate it we love you um thank you so much thank you guys so much for everything you do like it's amazing like i can't believe we're up to 329 subscribers it's mind-blowing and i think we got 330 uh, now dude Oh, we do 330. Yeah, That's amazing. So yeah, like, dude, like starting like humble beginnings, it's just continuing to grow and it's growing at the like perfect speed, dude. I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy, dude. Everything's coming together. Everything's, you know, it's going to take time and work. And it's literally going to be one of those stories where we can literally say, no, we just had to put the time in and we put the time in. We, everything you know, is like, coming everything, up ostrich. <laughs> yep. Everything's coming up ostrich, baby. <laughs> That's yeah, our thing. We've been so thinking much. that since episode one. We've been that's what we we put that in there. We're like everybody knows. All right. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Well, I'm Anthony. I'm Stevie Wildcard. You're Antoine. You're Antoine Star Puncher. I'm Eric, Antoine Star Puncher, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much. <laughs>
it was so bad. I'm assuming that muscle was hurt from working. And then that cough just like finished it. And then, yeah, like. Imagine oh, man, how arrogant all, all that cough was. Like, like your whole body's oh, like, man. man, we've been working so hard. And the cough's like, don't worry, guys. I'm about to ruin his this. life. <laughs> <laughs> he, did that. he did all that work. And that now I'm me. just going to end this man's career. That was me. Yeah, so like. <laughs> but yeah dude i was miserable um it was it actually like is what was positive is it didn't happen until after i did the drawings on saturday i was actually photoshopping editing them and i coughed and that's when it happened and i was like oh my god and it wasn't even a hard cough it was just like a, a medium-sized cough if you that's ever cough time. while you're drawing this comic from now on <laughs> I'm done i'm done the podcast i'm done the comic i'm out oh uh, man i'm out and then, yeah, so then, like, I, I literally couldn't get, even get any sleep last night because I was, like, no matter how I laid, the back was miserable. Like, if I laid on it, it was horrible. If I laid on the other side, it was horrible. But, yeah, other than that, though, it was a, it was a pretty good weekend. 